For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming down the slow lane, Davison goes to come into his box and just runs right in the pack. Oh, I wonder if he's got damage. Look at that tire almost went into the into the crowd as well. Almost went onto the front straight away. Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Realizing oh. that Davison had to get to his pit box. Very, very lucky for those crew guys. Puts his hand out of the cockpit and says, there we are, folks. We are joined first by Jack Harvey today before... First practice one, which is later this afternoon. Jack, you've had a run of bad luck the last couple of weeks, which is to no fault of your own. Is it easy or difficult to kind of just like forget about you know, frustration in Detroit and focus forward to this weekend in Road America? Uh, yeah, I mean, on the whole, the the nice thing about you know races that are back to back is you know you don't spend any time dwelling on what's just been. Uh, you worry about what's coming and what's uh, you know this weekend is gonna gonna bring and you know I think Road America has been in terms of race results you know we haven't had a great race result here yet but I mean last year we started in the top ten on both races and one of them in the uh, on the front row so um, I think it's certainly a track we come into with you know confidence and you know at this point what happened what's happened up to now is doesn't matter you know it, this is only about trying to have a good weekend this weekend and. You know, good weekend here. Worry about mid Ohio. Try and have a good weekend there at the uh, boss's home race, and you know, no point dwelling on what's been at this point. It's only going to cause frustration, uh, you know, and a whole bunch of negative feelings. And you know, that's been the message to the team as well. Is you know, let's just try and let's just try and worry about the weekend that's coming because this is the most important one, and mid Ohio will be the most important one after that, and we'll just keep ticking them off that way. Yeah, I was about to ask, since you talked about it, like, did you, like, step on an Indian burial ground in the offseason or uh, step under a ladder, or is this just, maybe. like, what a typical Lincoln City fan has to go through in their life? Or? Oh, <laughs> oh, deep, but oh, uh, yeah, I just, it's just, It just seems like no luck anywhere, really, other than maybe, what, Texas won? Uh, yeah, I mean, we had, a, we had a great St. Pete on the whole. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a little few things we could have done differently after that weekend just to try and have you know catapulted us onto the uh, you know the podium but then yeah from from texas race one it feels like we've been in this uh you know show of showing a lot of really good things but not really having too much to show for it so i don't know mate you know i don't i don't think that any one person is uh, super lucky or you know super unlucky i don't I, I think that ebbs and flows pretty evenly across the season um i've questioned that recently you know, but then that's only when you're frustrated and pissed off on the day. You know, as soon as as soon as sanity prevails again, you know, my my true feeling on it comes back, and that's you know just literally one of, you know, we have had some bad luck. There's no doubt about it, and 
you know, slightly unfavourable things. We've had some self-induced errors, uh, and that's not look at that point. That's on us to, you know, get right as a team. And again, you know, what what has happened up to this point has happened. You know, the only thing we need to do is try and execute this afternoon, uh, you know, tomorrow, and then hopefully put ourselves in a good position to do that on Sunday. And the thing about racing that we all know and we talk about it a lot and, you know, still somehow doesn't, I feel, get the credit it deserves. It's such a team sport, you know, like the guys bank on me to try and come into the pits, uh, you know, in a good position. I bank on them to try and get out in a good position. And, you know, collectively together, we all have to, try and be perfect if we want to achieve the results that uh, you know we have set out to achieve and you know the potential of the team is fantastic that's why we're in good positions we just you know sadly this is a results driven industry and we need to get the end result so this is one of the rare weekends that you have three practices in a while and then final practice after qualifying which yeah, i can't really. ever remember on a road course yeah, it's unusual. so is it a good thing you have all that practice? Or are you worried about overthinking things because it's just different than what it's been the last you know year and a half or so? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I guess if we just move the warm up to Sunday, then I think at that yeah. point it's a pretty normal you know weekend. Um, I think the schedule's all messed up at the minute. It seems like it's pretty fluid. I feel like they're experimenting and playing, which is fine. I've never done warm up after qualifying. No. Um, you know, so it's nice to be able to go today, see what the baseline car is going to be like, maybe try and improve it overnight, see what the sessions do for us on uh, P2. And then, you know, I think the, the priority tomorrow is going to be, uh, you know, obviously qualifying. And then really randomly straight out to qualify and try and do the warm-up session. So it's, it's a tight, it's a really tight turnaround. Um, you know, I think the schedule is a bit weird at the minute, but... I don't think any driver or team is ever super sad about getting extra time on track as long as we don't try and confuse ourselves. You know, then we should be in good shape. And I'm, I'm pretty lucky that, you know, my engineering team are, are good in that department. So um, definitely not worried about overthinking anything. Just want to go and have a good weekend. So it was on the broadcast last week, but it wasn't really shown very well slash given context. So have you and Colton had a chance to debrief about whatever happened on oh. track. I don't know what he, I, don't, I truly I still don't know what he did. Um, you know, he texted me right after the race. He called me in our in our briefing. You know, he was pretty apologetic. Said sorry. He said that he hit a bump and like ended up hitting me because he hit the bump. Uh, he definitely looked aggressive, and you know, he's not a guy I've had an issue with. And I know on the outlap, you know, we raced each other, you know, pretty hard. I mean, that was all for position. That's just part of racing. Um, you know, and I've never had any issues with him on track. We've run side by side plenty of times. So I have to admit, in the car, I thought that was pretty unusual uh, and pretty out of character for him. And I don't, I, I still don't feel like it was intentional. Um, you know, in this moment, I'm more inclined to believe him that it maybe he did hit a bump and, you know, came it's, our way. But Detroit, yeah. so there are a few bumps. Well, there are, and it's it, pretty out of character for him. Right. So. Well, like, part two for me was. Um, you know, because they, like I said, they didn't give any context, but it's no secret that you're probably one of the nicest guys in the paddock as far as drivers. Like, you're very approachable and respectable and things like that. It seems like, though, this year you kind of had a lightning rod with some incidents. Um, yeah, and I just, like, I it could be one of those things where it's just kind of like a situational thing, like sometimes just wrong place, wrong time, like Herda with the bump and stuff. So, and you had said in Texas, like, you know, we're not here to be pushed around anymore. Like, we're here to compete to the front. So is it kind of frustrating that you keep getting in these situations where it seems like 
Like, I'm assuming you check your phone after twi- after the race, and it's just like, ah, Jack Harvey is a jerk for what he did to Colton, even though like nobody knew what happened. Like, it's, uh, it's, I actually never, I never saw anyone say that. That's uh, wild. I, it's just you know, Twitter could be Twitter. I I saw a lot of people say what the f- was Colton Hurt doing, honestly. <laughs> so maybe that's what I was tagged in, but I mean. I'm not bothered about any of that, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's easy just not to check it. And you always get a lot of, uh, you know, sofa coaches and, you know, weekend warriors, keyboard warriors. I mean, I've never been I've never been worried about that. I think if a race fan could look at that and think that we did anything wrong there, then maybe they need to go and take themselves for an eye check, I guess. Um, I really like sofa coaches. Sofa that's coaches. A new, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. you know, I, I mean, honestly, the thing I'm, I've never done and, I really don't. I never understand understand keyboard warriors. They're the most confusing, you know, type of person ever. And for anyone who saw it, I mean, I'm staying on my line. Yeah. You know, and he's the one who like moves. So how anyone could turn around and even say that we did anything there is, uh, it just makes me laugh really more than anything. But I mean, you know, there's a balance. You know, I I certainly try not to have any issues with anybody. Um, you know, that being said, we're also not going to be the pushovers. I mean, we've said that plenty of times this year. Um, you know, not even not trying to be a pushover, just, you know, trying to stay on my line and, you know, make it hard for people to get by. It's, this is not a, a moment where it's like, come, just come past. You're a little quicker. Just come on past. Like, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the race. And, you know, all these positions, especially when it's four position, like, you know, they, they don't give a command blue unless you're a lap down to the whole field. So, I mean, that's IndyCar, you know, set the standard and the template on that, which I have no problem with. So, yeah, honestly, I don't know what Colton did uh you know it's a really it was a really random thing but then you get to race two in detroit and i get hit by takuma on the first lap and then i get hit by remain and you're like same turn same same deal puncher both times and you know i watched the i watched the race back and then you see you know alexander ends up kind of biffing remain into scott and scott comes out unscathed you know so um i mean i think we've definitely been in this like weird Thing where we're just on the wrong end of a lot of stuff at the minute and all we have to try and do is keep our head down I think this is the time to be mentally strong mentally disciplined and just keep keep trucking away here you know and um, we're what we maybe halfway now-ish in the season I think we're exactly right around Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. Pit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. 
New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. You know, so let's say, you know, we've got a few more races now to try and get it done, and that's starting this weekend. So I'll wrap it up with one last question here. No, yeah, no. Did I jump the gun there? No, no. I was definitely trying to not bring that up. Yeah. But did you, you get? Watch part two? I not not yet. No, I didn't watch part two. I'm I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Every I will keep everybody updated on yes, my so Harry please, Potter movie please, experiences please. since I have only watched Deathly Hallows Part One, which was pretty good. Anyway, did you get to join in the uh, 500 celebrations with a couple uh, bush lights afterwards? Uh, bush light is not really my booze. <laughs> um, that's a very much a Michael thing. Yeah. I, I saw that he got a bunch of cases, yeah. and he seemed very excited about that, which was fun. Um, I mean, I had I went to the team parties and yeah. you know hung out with everybody, and you know seeing the team win the 500 was uh, you know a really good, great one for them hurt me because it wasn't me you know so you know because of the way our day went I, I, I went home uh, you know and on Monday I had a couple of beers just to, for myself you know <laughs> just to try and like take away the hurting and then uh, you know I had a pizza too so um, yeah what's the uh, <laughs> what's the Jack Harvey beer or drink of choice if it's not Bush Light uh, not just because we're in Wisconsin, I'm a big spotted yeah. cow fan, yes. you know. Yes. I, I, people are like, oh, it's overrated. I mean, that's bullshit. It's not at all. I mean, I've, I've said that. that. Oh, do you know, honestly, honestly right now, you are, it's just, I think it's a you thing. <laughs> don't do Star Wars, don't do Harry Potter, don't do spotted cow, probably don't do chocolate chip cookies, probably don't do pizza at this point. I mean, Damn, you know, really, I don't know. <laughs> I got, I'm, I, who are you? I do like all of those other things you mentioned. Doesn't like puppies. Yeah, doesn't like puppies. Oh, I love my dog. No, that, that's oh, that's okay. a low blow. All right, what dog do you have? Uh, we have a little Shih Tzu. His name's J- have, you, have you seen uh, Parks and Rec? No. Okay, he's named after a Parks and Rec character, Jerry. Jerry's the best. Okay. Jerry often used to make podcast appearances yes. all the time. Yes. Okay. Now I lock him out. Oh. Why? Well, because my wife... Like doesn't like that he chooses me over her, even though she's like on the couch watching like Real Housewives. So if I lock him out, he'll go downstairs and hang out with her. So like it's a win for me because yeah, then not, he hangs not, out with her. I'm not too high on the Real Housewives series either, no, so no. I can sympathize with that. All right, last question, and then we can let you go. Um, so on the Star Wars topic, so unfortunately I haven't seen all, a bunch of the new ones. I think seven was the last one I saw, but I did see the Mandalorian. Oh yeah. So out of Everything. It doesn't matter which movie you're talking about. All time. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of characters as far as ones you like the most? So who are your top four? I thought just like all time characters. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Honestly, like I thought, I thought the Mandalorian was like just awesome. Like I really thought. I mean, how hardcore are we going here? Are we going like deep uh, legends, or are we just like what we're we doing? I think it's your rules. If I was gonna like sit down and have dinner with someone, um, kind of hard to not want to talk to Han Solo, right? Yeah. You know, I feel like he's a boss. Um, I think Mando would be pretty epic. Yeah. You know, like it kind of be cool just to like be around him. 
you know, I really thought The Mandalorian was fantastic series. Uh, I was always a big R2-D2 fan as a kid. And, you know, like, if we're not, if we're staying on canon, you know, Yoda, maybe Luke Skywalker, something like that. Uh, Raven or Raven is like a super big character. I'm a big fan of Thrawn. I think his character is really diverse and interesting. I'm actually reading that book right now. Um, so yeah. I don't know if my, my, my Mount Rushmore has expanded a little, but... I think it's like two Mount Rushmores now, but honestly, there's no rules. Mount Rushmore, like, I, the thing that confuses me about Mount Rushmore is, like, why specifically, like, the people that are on it? Like, why doesn't everybody kind of get that? I I have no answer to that one, and I've never thought about that before, but... That would start a Twitter storm. Like, yeah, just, that's, just, my question is, like, what, why those guys? Yeah. Well, if anybody out there can answer that for us, let us know, because we don't have any idea. Yeah. Millard Fillmore should be on there. I, yeah, <laughs> totally. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Jack, good luck this weekend, man. Good talking, and uh, hopefully by mid-Ohio, I've seen at least one more movie to check off the list. Let's hope. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at Pit Pass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.